Blog Talk Radio. If I could, could forget him, I would, please believe me, and I know that I should throw the towel in, but baby it's not, not that easy, hey. You treat me so much better than him And if I was sane, there'd be no competition But I'm in love with someone else And I'm so sorry, hey I'm in love with another man And I know it ain't right Hey You should go and find someone else Who can treat you right Give you the world Someone who understands the man you are Baby, you shine so bright And I would just dim your star A girl who treats you like you treat them Boy, I know there's plenty women Who would love to have a man like you But I'm in love With someone else What I did to you, baby oh, yeah. I can't explain why it's him and not you At the end of the day, baby, I just don't want to Cause he ain't no doubt tonight And we always seem to fight He got the perfect body Sometimes he don't even treat me right Oh, but when I'm with him But when I'm with him Hey, when I'm with him Ain't nobody else like it Oh, I'm so sorry, baby That I had to do this to you But I can't do pretending Because I Hey, 
But I love someone else. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the empire speaks, the empress listens. can hear me. Welcome to the Empire. This is the Empress. It is Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> is it? I think it is Wednesday, January the 20th, 2016. And tonight's show, we are broadcasting live on Blab. That's B-L-A-B. You can see my special guest. I got special guests. I got a room full of men tonight. And, and we're not even talking about sex. We're talking about something serious tonight. And they is in here, like in full force. So I see you calling in. And listen, I want to make sure that y'all can hear me really good. We got the lines already coming in real strong. I see different area codes. We got early callers uh, coming in. And I want to make sure that you can hear me pretty well. So what I want to do, y'all don't get scared, okay? Don't get scared. And don't hang up. If you hear the last four digits of your phone number, I need for you to, and oh, I can I can mute you if you're making too much noise, because my brother was making a whole lot of noise right then. He was just all over the place, but you know I can't I can't do him too bad because he's a lot me up. But listen, we got a show tonight about co-parenting, and this is like the perfect time with everything that's going on in the news. I don't know if you saw the news today, and I wrote it down, but I think I left it in the other room. I know y'all saw what Aunt Viv had to say to Jada Pinky Smith. Baby, she went off. I, I, first of all, I wasn't going to listen to it, and I said it's probably something benign, but it's just something some black people hollering, but she went off. She had a whole lot to say. Um, let me first tell you who's on the blab with us in case you guys want to ask any questions of our panel. We got an all-male panel. We have Mr. J. Ryan. You can say hello. Say hello. You can't wave because they can't see you. They can't see you. Uh, we got Mr. Greg Jackson out of Atlanta, Georgia. And I want to say thank you especially to you because without him, I wouldn't have my jams. Like, he give me my, my mixes and stuff. I don't know if that's illegal, but I'll deny it if we have to go to court or something, Mr. Jackson. But that's how I get all my music. And then we got the Honorable Mr. C. Anderson in the house, Mr. Chris Anderson. They have raised me with uh, their presence, and we're able to see each other on Blab. Blab is similar to Periscope. No, they don't pay me, but it's a lot better than Periscope because you're actually able to interact. You can actually talk live with everybody. Uh, you can join in and ask questions on the bottom just like you can with the other feeds, but 
it's a lot better. I think it's a lot better. Hey, Kimo, I see you coming in to blab. If you have any questions, just just let us know. And if you want to, uh, uh, Renee Denise Hanna, if you want to come in and uh, join one of the seats, you know we got the men in here tonight, but you know we're gonna try to let them ha- handle it for a little bit because we're talking about co-parenting. And I'm just interested in knowing if either one of you guys want to take a stab at what your guess of what where co-parenting like the term came from you know what it what it is in your opinion let's start with who's not paying the most attention that would be uh the person with no children which is a blessing you know it's a blessing it's a, that makes you a commodity mr j ryan um can you tell us what you think it is co-parenting Okay. Okay, and you're not having any children. You know that's a great possibility. Between 75 and 85 percent, statistically, most people have uh, been divorced, and the majority of those divorces have children, and children under the age of 12 years old. Did you know that? So I'm going to need you to be ready. You know, we're going to help you out tonight. I know that Mr. Jackson's got a, a daughter, right? What what's your what's your definition? You can't copy what he said. What's your definition? I don't hear you, Mr. Jackson. Ms. Yeah, unplug your headset. And let's see if that works. And while you get that together huh? No, I still can't hear you. I think what we're going to do is we're going to ask Mr. C. Anderson what co-parenting is or what he would define it as. Okay. Well, that's pretty much what the uh, uh, the basic definition of it is. And I'm just going to, for the sake of me being able to hear the callers on the line, because I'm on speakerphone, we have a uh, caller 1066. Are you there? Yes, I'm on Blab, too. You're on Blab, too, girl? What's your yeah. name? What's your name on Blab, girl? Okay, thank you for joining us. Do you have, or first of all, tell us your status. Are you married? You have children? Do you co-parent? Um, no, I'm not. Well, I, I guess, yeah, if I got two kids, I'm co-parenting, but I say I'm single. You say you civil. No, single. Oh, I'm a single parent. I ain't really co-parent with their father, so. Okay. And, and the children are the children were a product of marriage, or you just had children before marriage, because that was it, before it's marriage. Okay, it's interesting where this word co-parenting came from. Co-parenting came from people who were wanting to have children uh, in their relationship, but did not have the ability to create children. This was really a term that was used for those who were homosexual 
and persons who were not able to give birth but wanted to have parents but possibly live in different uh, uh, homesteads. And I thought that was interesting because I had no idea that that's where it came from. I thought it was basically we're going to give a name to these parents that don't live together anymore. 4594, are you there? Can you hear me? That's yes. the last four digits. Your phone number. Yes, I can hear you. I'm sorry. Okay, and are you co a co parent? Yes, ma'am. Tell me. I hear a baby. Oh yes. <laughs> I have one. What did you ask me? Tell me what is the biggest uh, hurt or the, the hardest thing about being in a, a, a situation where you have a, a child with you and having to share that custody with another parent that's not in the same household? Well, um, I recently was, uh, not by choice, but my husband recently left me. So what I'm finding to be hard about co-parenting is uh, trying to find schedules that work because I'm in grad school and I'm working, so it, it's hard. Sometimes he feels like I'm not wanting him to see the baby, but that's not necessarily the case. It's just trying mm-hmm. to make sure, since he's with me, trying to make sure where he's going, he's safe, he's happy, because mm-hmm. he's not his father is as stable at the moment. So it hurts mm-hmm. me because it seems like I'm being the victim, well, being the villain when that's not necessarily what I'm trying to do. Okay. All right. Zip 1019. Are you there and can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. How are y'all? Doing okay. Are you a single parent or co-parenting? What What do you have to add to the conversation so far? Um, I, I am a, well, yes, technically I am a single parent, but I'm in a relationship where I'm co-parenting. So both, I guess. That's how we're going to define that. Okay, so you're in a relationship with someone that is not the biological father of the child, right? Okay, how's that going? Um, it's, it's different to have somebody coming in and telling my kids or giving suggestions on how I should do things because I am a mother of just boys, and he has a lot to say about how I discipline them <laughs> and how you don't want to do different things to boys because you emasculate them and things like that. And I, you know, as a mother, you know, I never really thought about it. Don't slap them in the face, you know that that type of thing. Um, so okay. So who's got something to say about what's happening in the house? The 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 dad or your new partner? Oh, no, my partner and, you know, how I discipline them, how I discipline the boys. What the baby daddy got to say? What do you oh, got yeah, to say? Absolutely what? nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing. He, he, does, he doesn't have a say? He doesn't. He they he chooses not to have a say. He should have a say. Oh. It would be welcome if he took that position, but he has not taken that position. So Okay, so... Would you have a problem with um, him taking a mate and having the children? What if your What if your ex took a wife? He does have a wife, and okay, 
they are um they don't have any young children at home, so especially like when my youngest goes to visit, he is he gets to do whatever he wants to do. There's no discipline in their household at all. It's I have to reprogram him every time he comes back home. Okay, because what's interesting to me is that usually most people say, you know, you know, I got kids in my old man in my former uh, relationship. I have a new mate. Da, da 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 and everything is great until there's this new mate. And it's just interesting. We got these men on this phone because I I think that I can speak for most women. I don't I'm I'm not sure if women have an issue with you getting a new woman or not. What you shaking your head for? But uh you know, I I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just gonna put the situation out there because a lot of men have uh, said you know, that they parent well, you know, they provide child support, they spend time that's allowed to them by the mom, and everything is cool and kosher until there's a new woman. Now, now, do you think that a new partner has the right to discipline a child that's in their home? Let's go with Mr. Emerson. Mr. Emerson is... Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question because what you think? It, it, it actually is a very good question. Uh, and I hate to, I, first off, I've been married for 20 years, but I do have a daughter outside of my marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my daughter is 24 years old. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I think that as long as it's discussed, Beforehand, I think that it's fine, you know. And I, and I, and I, I try to use the example. I have an older brother. My brother and I, and me and my brothers are very, 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 very close. Uh, and his, he and his ex, uh, they have two children in common. They, when they decided to separate and move on, and she took on a new mate, and they got very, very serious. They talked about uh, marriage and everything else. They all sat down and had a open conversation after uh, some issues with the way that the, the new fiance was disciplining the children. So they all sat down and instead of, and, and at first the police got involved, uh, but after a while, after they went through all of the, the issues, they all sat down at a table and they had an open conversation there about what would be allowed and what's not allowed. And I think it, I think that actually helped me develop a better relationship with my ex because I saw them do it. Now, he did some things that I didn't think I thought was, I'm going to be, you know, and I love my brother and I love my sister, his ex-wife. I love my sister. She's still my sister. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they did some things that I thought was freaking crazy. I, I mean, you know, so, but it worked for them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it turned out awesome because his son, my nephew, calls his stepfather dad. Wow. He calls his mom, and his son calls him daddy. And they sat them down at a very, very young age, and they discussed it. They, they had an open conversation, and they discussed it with the kids, and the kids understood it. Now, if you sit my, my nephew down, who's 20 years old, 
Hmm. And he's been doing that since he was about six or seven years old. Right. And I said all that to say this. I think that it, it's, it's okay if you sit down and discuss it up front and you have to have a frank conversation behind it because, and sometimes it doesn't work. You know, me and my ex, we had a Iowa conversation and we figured that we figured out a way that that worked for us. Mm-hmm. You know, it may not work for everybody, you know, but I think that open conversation has to happen. So, like I said, I say all that to say this, that you have to have, uh, it has to be an open conversation and you have to have some things are non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you have that type of relationship, if you have that type of mindset. And I just think that they, they did an awesome job with it. Well, I'm going to say this. And I think I think I speak for the masses because first of all, you know, women expect, and I don't care, I don't care who on the line if you want to disagree with me, that's fine. I think women expect that once that relationship hasn't worked, that she's done with all of it. You don't have any say, and anybody on the other side, you can say what you want to say, but this is a product of me and him, and she ain't got nothing to say. I'm not going to sit, you know, this is just the emphasis. I'm not going to sit at no table and talk to her because this ain't even involving her. Now, that, that's the position that I know women take. I, 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 won't, even, I won't even ask people to admit. That's me. Who got radio? I don't have a radio on. Uh-oh, who is this? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Can you hear me? Hold on one second. Let me mute this right here. Okay. Well, what we'll do in the meantime, we're going to go to another line because I'm going to tell you somebody. I, I I don't know. I think that's very mature. I think that's the right thing to do is to, because you have adults and you got little people. You got adults that's going to make decisions and you got little people who are going to follow whatever those big people say. So even though a pair of those people made you, if they're not going to stay together and anybody else gets involved, it's got to be a conversation. 1019, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, did I ask you earlier? Yeah, you told me that you had, uh-huh. uh, uh, you have a significant other and he's gotten married. Yes. Okay, do you discount her authority because she really does have potential authority over your children if they're in, the, in her presence? Do you have any type of working relationship with her? No, not really. Um I do not discount her authority. Um, actually, I don't have an issue with how they discipline him. If they were to discipline him, um, mm-hmm. our issues are completely different. Um, she doesn't feel that she should be a have a role, and I would like for her to have more of a role than what she takes on. Wait, you say you want her to have more of a role? Yes, we should have more of a role than what she takes on. Then why you ain't talk to her? Because she's really she really doesn't have the maturity level to to have that type of discussion with me. Um, it's it's still the 
she still wants to be with him, and we are so far past that. My baby is 14 years old. We I I'm we haven't been together in over 14 years. So, Miss Anderson, you have something to say to that? Jackson, hold on. Can you hear me now? I can hear you, Mr. Jackson. Good, good. Okay, so what I wanted to talk about is when you do split and you get ready to co-parent, a lot of men make the mistake of not being clear about what your relationship is going to be with that woman and with that child. Keep it 100, a lot of guys will still sleep with that woman, go back mm-hmm. afterwards, and, and still have those kind of feelings circulating. You've got to mm-hmm. cut that off. You can't you send mixed talking. messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't you send be- mixed messages to that woman. And you got to be honest with, you know, with the child. If you keep going back and sending mixed messages, you're going to keep having drama. You're going to but keep listen. having drama. And I'm speaking but from experience because once you get you to that doing. point, you have to cut it off. You kept doing it, didn't you? You did it, didn't yes. you? And, you? and you have to cut that off. You can't keep doing that because you're going to okay. have the feelings between the two people tangled up instead of both of y'all focusing on raising the child. Okay, Aquaman, I see you, honey, but we got Mr. Lawrence Adams. Mr. Lawrence Adams, please take a seat at the open seat that you see. We just got you on um, on Blab. I got your message saying that you're on there, so just click up up there on the seat. For y'all who's like, what is she talking about? 
we're on Blab, and we are actually seeing each other, and we rolling our eyes at Mr. Jackson because he was trying to sleep with the lady, and he wasn't letting it go. You can't let you you can't you can't keep the lines of relationship open and think that you can co-parent successfully. So, Mr. Adams, if you would click on that open seat, I'm gonna pull you up there and make sure you have your uh, hair comb. I know you're gonna have. I'm just saying, I want you to know that it's going to pull you up into the seat and we'll be able to see you here on Blab. Let's go back over to Renee and see if Renee has something to add to our conversation so far. Renee, are you there? What's your last? Because I wasn't expecting you to call me. I was just listening to everybody. Oh, okay. Mr. Allen, please show us your face, sir. I mean, we can do the blog talk without looking at you, but I really, we, we're doing this so that we can see you, sir. Please have on clothes, sir. Okay? But we're not. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put you on pause, and then when we see you pop up, then we'll open you back up. But, Renee, we want you to weigh in on this because this is a real subject. We were talking about how sometimes the relationship is really not over, and when the relationship between the adults are not over, then there's not there's going to be a difficulty in being able to co-parent with new people who are in that role that they used to be. Like, everybody can't be getting down like that now. What you think? I mean, I think that's true. I mean, I don't have that issue because I'm really not co-parenting with anybody. It's like once the ties was cut, they was cut, so... I ain't have that issue, but I mean, I have seen people do that. They'll still be like sleeping with each other and everything, and that'll just complicate it more. The whole situation. But you do have children, though, right? Yeah. Okay, so you have no, you just have nothing. You're not trying to involve that parent with at all, with your child at all. I mean, of course, yeah, I would want them to be involved, but I mean, that's their choice. I mean, I can't make them. They just choosing not to be involved. That would be great if they did, but I mean, okay. that's their choice. Okay. Is there anything you want to tell her, Mr. Anderson, because I think a lot of the times we think we have the choice, and I honestly think, and this is just me, I, I'm not a psychologist, but I, I got a lot of degrees and other stuff. I don't think that it's right for a child to have just one parental lead when it takes two to make them. And especially like me, I have a girl and a boy. I know that I can do some girl stuff that's going to be beneficial to my daughter, but there's no way for me to give anything of a male influence to my son. So if I don't reach out, don't you think that that son is going to have something amiss, Ms. Anderson?
Because a lot of people say I hate men. I don't hate men. I don't, and I really don't like the way that black men in particular are characterized because I think most black men want to be involved with their children. I think most black men want to be a part. They, they be so proud, like they ain't got to have no job, they ain't got to have no car, but when they have a baby, they are really wanting to be connected with whatever they can do. And, and and sometimes men are willing to do whatever it takes, even if it means criminal activity, provide for their children because they care just that much. And it's, it's sad when you have, because I know it's some ratchet women. I know it's some ratchet women who do not allow men to come into those children's lives and then want to play uh, matchmake like any guy that they date after that. I'm gonna make you be the daddy. That is that is about the most unfair thing that you can do. And then the other thing is, is one of the psychologists I can't remember what his name is. He said that every child, even if they are substituted with a father, particularly a father, they still long for their real father. Like it's like an unspoken, unconscious type of thing. It don't matter. I mean, you can have, I've seen families where I didn't know that wasn't their daddy. I mean, he was excellent, you know, excellent uh, fit. And I think even my grandmother used to say, if you feed them long enough, they'll start looking at you with yours and <laughs> whether they're yours or not. Lars, what is you doing in that corner, honey? We can see stuff. Is it snowing in Texas? What, what's going on? What you just got through doing? Did you whoop somebody? That's one thing I want to ask the dads because I think that the iron fist comes with being a dad. You know, the mom is the soother. She's the person who, you know, cooks the meals. She puts the Band-Aid on the bobo. But the dad is supposed to lay the law down. And I I have actually pulled men off of other men saying you better not put your hand on my baby but you you weren't even there. Like what is the rule with co parenting? Is is there a rule that, that you guys have with, with co parenting? Is it okay for a man to Greg Greg like no Greg I she he, she can't whoop your baby and he can't you know, 'cause you your your ex would be female and her new man can't whoop your baby. 
Who said no? Who said no? Okay, if I if I end up having your other baby, I came with your baby. If she clowning, why? Oh, a man came with your baby. Why? He ain't gonna whoop hard. He gonna use a switch. I'm just saying, it's not gonna be. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about beating a child. I'm talking about chastising a child. And popping them on their behind. A man can't do that. Get there, he's gonna cut the food all the way until I get there. 
Mm-hmm. Now, we don't want our kids to be abused. Nobody wants their kids to be abused, but I'd be damned if I'm going to let my child use that as leverage to do things that they're not supposed to. That goes for the teacher. That goes for any other adult. That's just the way I was raised. I'm not going to mm-hmm. allow him or her to get out of line. My daughter does that with her grandmother to this day, and they like, I'm going to call your daddy. No, grab something and whoop her ass all the way until I get there, and then I'm going to take over when I get there. Because discipline is full circle. It's not just me. It's not just you. Mm -hmm. It comes from every adult in that situation. And I trust Mm -hmm. her mother. I trust her mother to choose a mate that I won't have to worry about. That's key right there. I trust her mother. That's key right there. Because most of Mr. Lawrence, why are you just smiling? You ain't saying. No, you're just excited because you can see all of us right now. Is that what it is? You excited? You excited, Mr. media thing is really huge. Thank y'all for joining us on Blab and I just posted the phone number if you want to call in and talk to our guests. We're talking about co-parenting and co-parenting is not easy by any means and it doesn't mean that you just get along. In most instances, I think um, if there is a a, a dissolution of a relationship, there obviously was Mm -hmm. something that those two people just don't get along. They don't want to be together. They can't be together but when you have products of that relationship, you have to have a certain level of where we're going to be all right for the sake of the children. But as we've already discussed, sometimes the relationship is not over. Y'all still really like each other. And y'all really be fighting over these kids because you want the other ex. I'll never forget, I had to I almost went to jail, Mr. Anderson, because the judge asked me if I was keep, if I was coming into court fussing over details because I really wanted him. And I just, I didn't even get that. I was like, what is she talking about? I, my attorney had to tell me, she said, you know, most times people aren't done. They're not done with the relationship. And the only thing that they have that's not, you know, you can cut it in half and say you get 50% of this, you get 50% of that are the children and everybody say, well, we, we're, we want the best thing for the children, but we don't have no plan. And there's no way to have a plan if you're not even willing to talk to anybody. Now we got a new call on the phone. Don't hang up. 3664. Are you? Hello? 
Thirty-six yeah, sixty-four. Uh-huh. Yes. Are you a co-parent? Yes. Share the equal yes, or do you have a work for I'm sorry? Hello. Did you hang up on me? I got your phone number. I call you back. No, I'm just kidding. But listen, I'm not trying to put anybody on front street. It's really, it really helps when you can hear what's what's really going on from person to person. We're gonna have um, a, a family on tonight. Um, I had hoped that I could get the family that Mr. Anderson had introduced me to, relatives of his, but the family that was willing to come on with a type of blended family that I wasn't sure was going to be the best for the show. This was a family that has a husband and a wife and a girlfriend, and they actually work really, really well together for the sake of the children because you have people who are working. Stop laughing, Mr. Anderson. I'm serious. They, they, they. (laughs) Right. But this is the thing. They have a certain amount of respect for each other's kids that's really genuine. Like, it's, like I know they like each other, and to an extent, they have to respect each other in order to put your children in the hands, you know, of each other. And I, I, I didn't think that that would be something that most people would be able to identify with, because don't you think that most people don't get along? Don't you think when when... Don't you think that most people they don't want to have nothing like Miss Renee? And I'm not judging you, Miss Renee. They don't want to have nothing to do with that part of your family. The the child is here because I will admit that it's I don't want my ex at all. But I understand that he's a human being that could get a wife, could have a girlfriend. So I got to be able to get along to an extent because I don't want them to do anything to my children. And see, that's what women think. Y'all need to get y'all women in check because if I have to come over there, I'm gonna be the mama in that in that instance. And that's kind of what the same thing you guys are saying. If you all have to come over here to take it, somebody agree with me, Desern is agreeing with me. If you have to come off of your job to come and handle something with this other guy, don't you think that there's a certain amount of expectation that there's going to be a little bit of discord? I know it it, it can't work perfectly. Miss Mr. Lawrence, you just got through handling some business. Hey Renee. Okay, Desire is Renee. Would you smile say something, Mr. Mr. Al you can't just smile? Responsible for her? I'm still responsible. I have children with her. I'm, I'm res- her, her well-being. When she called me at work and called me at work and uh, say, hey, your son is doing this and this and that, it's my responsibility. 
Are you are you friends with her significant other or like y'all like cool? Y'all okay? Or do you require that? about the big people. It really is not even about the big people. The whole thing is co-parenting and parenting has little to do with the relationship that's dissolved. It's about the kids. Supposed to be about the kids. We get lost in that. 0383, are you there? 0383. You didn't have to hang up. They hung right up. different beast because a lot of I think women and I'm not on the men's team ladies I'm just saying because it's I think it's more true for women they involve the in-laws a lot especially when it's dissolved and that is I think the worst thing because first you, you ain't got nothing I mean I didn't learn until my divorce that there are some states where you actually have to petition the state to get grandparents rights. Some states are automatic. Um, in certain cases, like any type of domestic or some type of drugs or something like that, they can be usurped in, in lieu of the parent. The grandparents don't really get to say nothing, and they really, sh- in my opinion, they really shouldn't say anything. And I think you should still be respectful of that parent's authority, and that don't happen a lot of the time. They're going to tell their mama, like, I'm saying, like, a lot of the women, they're going to tell their mama like they're 10. You you 40 years old, and you had two whole babies, and you're going to tell it like you're 10 
to your mama and daddy, and then I've seen where the parents come and try to fix their children's issue with the children. Like that, to me, that is just so absolutely backwards, and it involves too many dynamics. Because they don't get to say that. I don't think they get to say that. What y'all think? I see uh, Lawrence saying, mm -mm. Greg smile. <laughs> Greg, why are you smiling? You agree or you disagree? Uh-oh, I got to open you up. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry. There you go. I, I, I agree. You have, to, um, you have to have some boundaries. A lot of people include... Uh, a lot of people from the outside, you got to have some boundaries. And a lot of times grandparents don't want to respect the uh, the discipline part. They want to let the kids, you know, just do whatever. And that's a problem. Like the man said, once you sit down and talk, once the two parents sit down and talk, that clears up everything, you know. And as long as those two stay on the same page, uh, co-parenting is, is easy. Kids are very smart. Kids are very perceptive. They can tell if y'all are mad at each other. They yes, can they tell can. if you if they can tell if, if one person is dropping them off and it's another guy, Mr. Johnny, who's not their daddy, but not Mr. Johnny people. is at at the house, they can tell if Mr. Johnny and Daddy don't like each other. You know? Yeah. And that makes kids uncomfortable. It's awkward for them, you know. The main thing is you should still be trying to make the kids feel comfortable. Now, one thing I did want to say about if when men come into relationships with a woman that already have a child, you have to enter that, you know, carefully. You can't just jump in and say, okay, I think your son should do this, 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 and this. You do have to take in what the woman's already doing with her son. You do have to take into consideration that he does have a father, and his father probably teaching himself too. You just have to sit back and observe, and you'll develop a relationship with kids. Kids like people that are genuine. You can't just come in and just drop the hammer on them. You have to develop a relationship with them, and that takes time. It takes time. I, I, I'm trying to see. You said something that's made me. Um, I just dropped the thought because I saw Mr. Armani. Armani, hey, I'm glad you're here. Call into the line, and we'll that you come on in, but I, you said something at the beginning, and I had something really good to say because it, it wasn't about the grandparents, and it was about the children having this little sense of thing. Uh, I, I don't forgot what it was, but I wanted to ask uh, one other question because uh, we talked about corporal punishment, and, and you guys said no, but y'all really didn't say whether or not you like as a as a, like, y'all are the dad, if she got a new partner, how much of that is really your business? Because it really is in some ways because there's the introduction of a whole other adult figure into the children's life. How much do they get to, how much do you need to know? I was growing up, up 
enough to have uh, him in her home, she should be comfortable enough to introduce him to that other mate, which makes perfect sense. I don't mm-hmm. think they should. it should be a secret. I don't think anybody should be sneaking, like sneaking in. And them is not your uncle. That's one thing. You, They'll never know. They know that I have, they think everybody that I talk to is somebody from my show or my job, and I think that's appropriate. My children are really young. What you laughing at, Miss Adams? That's what they need to know. It's some things that are not appropriate for children to, you know, be breached on. And they take on, that's what you said, the children take on the personality of whatever environment you put them in. If you have a child calling every man that, that uh, as a, and I'm talking from the fe- to the females, every man you date, they doing stuff as if, He's going to be there forever, and you just really just dating him. I don't think that it's appropriate for you to be introducing them to your child. You need to set aside time just to spend with that man if that's what you're going to do. I don't, I don't, you know, some women say, you know, a child is not going to hold me up. You know, I'm grown. Um, these are my kids. And, um, you know, it's like they feel like it's appropriate to, to show that and, and then you wonder why the kids are confused or the kids grow up and they don't even have any idea of what a, a unit, a family, they don't even know who to answer to. It's like, oh what? What? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm still asking. 
about these women. This will make me mad. This this, this make me the most mad. And I know that's not a word, but this will makes me the most mad. I get the most mad when a woman with children is okay making it impossible for that man to see children that are not hers. Like she wants him to just be in her world, but she doesn't respect the children that he had before. Like, women got this bad, and I can't speak from any other position, and I'm not damning the women. Y'all, please don't get mad. I'm going to come back to y'all in a second. But you can't make no automatic family just because he's good to your son and to you. If he got children before you and he not taking care of them, it's only a matter of time before he not going to take care of yours. I, I, I don't get it. It's like, they're cool with having theirs taken care of. Like, it bothers me to go to the school and see children not have something, and my kids got it. When I pick my kids up sometimes on Friday, and I know I got a pizza in the car, and they cost $5, and they're going to have friends looking at me like they starving, I, I can't do it. I'd rather not bring nothing and nobody have anything than to, you know, just show favor to mine. And women are bad about that. Men who will lay up in, with a woman and be in her house and do stuff for her, and you got a child out there, like, I don't understand that. I, I just really don't understand it. Mm -mm. You cannot replace your seed. You can't. You can get. You can't. Yeah. You ain't got to throw away that hard though. You threw her away real hard right then. Like right then. She. I mean, she was so calm right then. Renee, you have anything? Go ahead. What'd you say? children. Um, I had a situation like that, and I have an uh, ex-stepdaughter that I still keep in contact with to this day. She's in college, and I've known her since she was like 12. And when me and her mom split up, I didn't realize until after when I talked with her that I didn't just split up with her mom. I, I left her too. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how she was seeing me as, a, as her dad. She knew her dad but her dad was out of town and he was having some issues. So she really gravitated towards me, 
you know, and mm-hmm. she would tell me everything and ask me questions. So when me and her mom split up, I realized mm-hmm. it was selfish of me. I didn't even sit down and talk with her. And I mm-hmm. realized that I I broke up with her too without even telling her. Mm-hmm. You know, and- I didn't even I didn't even say that to her, you know. So once I went back and talked with her and I understood how it made her feel, now, mm-hmm. you know, I still keep up with her. I treat her just like my daughter. Mm-hmm. Do y'all believe that the first relationship, because it's said a lot, that you set the tone for your girls um, by how you interact with them as fathers? Because, you know, I got I got daddy issues. My daddy know I got daddy issues. Everybody that knows me knows I have daddy issues. Some people don't even know that my dad is still living, and I don't dislike or not love my dad, but he took up from a whole family. And went to another family, and it, it was it, it was like devastating to me. It was like, oh, so what's wrong with us? Like, we not what's wrong with us? And so, abandon abandoning a relationship with children is bigger than a lot of people can believe. I mean, I can remember when I gave birth, and they say, "Here go your baby," and you got to leave with that little bitty thing. Um, and some women leave by themselves knowing ain't nobody going to be there. And then somebody is there, and then they're helping and they're contributing. And they think, okay, I'm going to send her this little chick, and she's going to be okay. But it's more to being a parent than paying child support. You guys who think that, you know, I pay child support, I should be able to eat, to get my kids, that. That's another one thing that makes me the most mad. Your kids are not for sale. Like, they're they not for sale. You should get to see them regardless of whether or not you pay child support. You got something to say? Yeah, it looked like you were saying. I thought you were I'm not trying to compare what I do to 
mm-hmm. I, I took time mm-hmm. just Sunday. Didn't go to church, didn't interrupt, went, I had clinical therapy, kick it around, talk. She seen some woman try to talk to their dad. Oh, how well she do? They, we went to a black expo. I told them about black business. Mm-hmm. And they seen how their dad spoke. It's good to see their mother had a mother folks. Right. It is. It is. Statistically, it's probably 
mm-hmm. that the mentality works. Mm-hmm. So I think we, and, 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 and just speaking on this subject, this, this particular subject, I think that we as men, we all need to have a more open conversation between each other. Mm-hmm. We talk about it. Women talk about it, um, but we and we don't have any problems with saying what we feel. And I think men, I think men be just waiting on somebody to say something to them. They be like really wanting to have a conversation, but it can't be like in the same forms as us because they're saying, man, you weak, like punch her and get over, you know, I'm serious. Like, it's like, but and women are the same way. Like women be like, as long as it's a bunch of people around, they're willing to give it out. But it's the opposite. When we get one-on-one, they act like everything all right. And he's so, he dogging her out. I held a live forum. I held a live forum. I don't even know what part of town this is, but it's way somewhere. But I had a group of married men and women, and we had a forum, and we talked in the barbershop. And these men said some things that I knew these men. They don't they don't talk like this, but it was some about being around them clippers and being in the chairs and being in a relaxed mood. It was like they were able to say what they want to say. And then as soon as we walk in, they stop talking, don't it, Demetrius? As soon as we walk in, they act like they weren't talking about nothing. Uh, I believe it. It needs to be like that, and that's one of the things that I want to be able to do with Mr. Adams is us to be able to end cohort in, in, a, in a controlled environment with people who actually is going to be impactful. You can't just say it's like going to be people who don't know each other. You need parents. You need couples that are, you know, wanting to try to bridge gaps and everything. And, yes, you got to stay respectful because when, when when it's separated and it should, like, it's like a broken relationship, something that everybody probably thought was going to work, it didn't work. And not only did it not work, y'all got these kids that look like each other. It's so hard for me to not tell that little boy how much he look like his daddy, and I try not to do it. Because I don't want him to feel, you know, because he knows that I don't get along with his dad. I want him to know that I love you and, and, and I, I care about your dad. I don't want nothing to happen to his dad because my kids love him. That's, that's one of the things I got to tell you. You got to forget that just because you don't like them don't mean them kids don't like them. Them kids like their daddy. Them kids like their mama, and they cannot be substituted. Uh, 1019, did you have something to say? I think so. One zero one nine. Yeah, I guess that's a no because we getting close to time. I can't even see what my time say. Three six six four. Did you have anything to add? I'm sorry. Hello. Y'all be scared. Why y'all so scared? I have a question. I am. Yeah. 
I'm I'm actually kind of in a situation where we're actually still married, and Dad has the girlfriend. But Dad actually uses the girlfriend to get back at me. So he tells them crazy, you know, this is my girlfriend. I'm going to marry her, but we still married. So that, and so, you know, I really had to go and pray with that one because, for one, I have girls, little girls. So, um, so then, in some of the ways I was offended, then not only are they girls, how, what kind of example are you setting? So, how do you handle situations where really dad is just using girlfriends to get back at mama? Girl, if you don't tell that woman that you already gave her your leftovers and move on, because really, if when you when you are you done, do you want him? No, because dad is using girlfriend. Dad, daddy. No, 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 no. I know. I understand. He got the girlfriend, but that's your husband. But are you done with him? I don't know. We just are have to let the Lord do that. No, I ain't talking about the Lord. I'm asking you, and I'm being really know. serious. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'm going to tell no you why. Idea. Me... No idea. We have... it's, two... it's been over two years, so I have no idea. We'll let the Lord leave that one. So you don't know whether or not you want your husband or not? Mm, yeah, it could be mutual. Okay. Well, you can't you can't do nothing about his stuff, but if you still want him, then that's a whole different gamut. You you still because you even started off saying my husband got a girlfriend. So you you parenting, you ain't co parenting nothing. You still you know he just got a girlfriend. I I really don't even know how to um, answer that, Mister Lawrence. This is your field right here, boo, because she her husband got a girlfriend, and they and he's using the girlfriend against him. But see. When you don't want them no more, you don't care. You can have two girlfriends. Yeah. 
and not hear him. He he's not talking on the phone or something. Yeah, he he's he, he's talking in the phone. Um, I'm not sure why there's a disconnect a little bit. Can you hear him now? Can you hear me now? I can hear. I mean, yeah, you fade out a little bit, but I can hear you a little bit better. Okay, so and I, I'm not trying to be be critical of your situation. Everybody has situations, but like I said just before, if you say that he is, he has a girlfriend that no longer your husband. So you should start trying to detach yourself from that part of the relationship because as long as he knows he has a foot in the door, he's going to continue to treat you the way he's treating you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I want more for you than you even want for yourself because, you know, if you're not if you don't want a girlfriend, if you don't want a girlfriend, you don't want that man. Because he's made a clear choice against you by involving anybody else in your relationship. And that that has nothing to do with your children. That has nothing to do with your children. And you better than that. Like, you better than that. Any man who can't make a clear decision to be with me, he's making a decision against me and I want you to want more than more than that for yourself now I, and I know you can't help who you love and who you want to be with you can't help those things but it's not fair to you and it's not fair to your children to have to like bargain on their father and your husband like you're gonna get a chance Mm-mm, that ain't how that go you deserve a whole a whole person Greg, I think you got something to say. Yeah, that um, that kind of situation is ridiculous. He may love you, but he does not respect you. He does not respect those kids to put you and them in a situation like that, and you are still legally married. You would mm-hmm. think that he would have enough respect for you where he wouldn't put that out in the open like that and expose the kids to it. That's just mm-hmm. uncalled for, and that's just completely disrespectful. And it's and not your there's fault. There's no reason for that. No. It, it's, it's not your fault. This is not something that you chose. That's something that he chose, and that does not need to uh, make you feel like you, you owe something. Because a husband is supposed to cleave, cleave to her, to you. He's supposed to be with you. And if you can even say that he has a... Uh, a girlfriend that speaks against you. Do you understand what we're saying? You know we're not we're not jumping on you. I we're telling. You. Okay, it is, girl, baby. We need we need to be friends for real. Can, can I say this one thing? Yes. Um, I'm not sure what your what your name is. You need to really get in contact with one of us. But you have 48 hours to actually get this issue. Mm-hmm. You, you have 48. Forty-eight hours to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Your children's life is dependent on it. Mm-hmm. Your life is dependent on it, and your household is dependent. You have forty-eight hours to make a decision. Whatever you need to do, you need to get quiet, get in a quiet place, and you need to hear, make your decision, and remove the forty-eight hours. Mm-hmm. If you do not, you will carry with this one for another two more years. Mm-hmm. And I bet you the very moment that she makes the real decision. And I ain't talking about threatening him. I'm talking about get real clear 
about what's important for you, he'll be running. He'll be running. He'll be like begging. Ain't he? Mm-hmm. I, I, I Right, right, baby. I mean, you once you, and that's what people. That's what it means to when people say you gotta love yourself first. Because if you're tanked up on being okay and knowing what you will are willing to do for yourself, anybody else will have to do some extra stuff. We like, I think, twenty, thirty minutes before the end of the show, and of course, Mister Adams always has the last word. So we're going to have, let me see, anybody else on the phone? No. Uh, We're going to have Mr. Jackson, who's looking to the other side. This was fun. This was really fun. I'm going to open your line back up, Mr. Jackson. Is there anything you want to part with uh, knowledge before I get to this co-rules of of, uh, co-parenting? Yes. Um, I have a really good relationship with my daughter's mom. We co-parent very well. We don't have any fighting, any arguing, any back and forth, and it works. And I realize as long as I respect her and I respect her decisions and she does the same, everything works. And my daughter is going to be just fine. Yay. Very, very good. Mr. Anderson? Uh, I do not have a relationship with uh, my uh, my ex. Uh, and that works for us. Uh, but I, the relationship with my daughter, it is, it is wonderful. We have a very good relationship. She has a very good relationship with my wife and her brother, brothers and sisters. So, you know, it, it works for us. I mean, it, it may not work. I, I said it at the beginning of the show, I'll say it to the end. There is no one particular way that anything like this will work for everybody. Everybody has to have their own perspective. Everybody has to have their own conversation and everybody has to do it their own way. And whatever works for you, it works. You just you just keep pushing towards the goal. <sighs> All right. Mr. Adams has gone to audio only. Because he's, what are you doing, Mr. Adams? I want to look at you while you say what you have to say, Mr. Adams. I'm right here. I'm looking right at you. I can't see you guys. <laughs> you disappeared. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm right here. I'm, all I can see is Greg Jackson. Okay. Well, we your friends, too. Uh, what, what, what information you want to give to the people? Um, and I, I really want that sister to reach out to one of us. Please give her your Facebook uh, and other information, how she can get in contact with you. Sure. You can you can reach me on Facebook as Lawrence D. Adams. That's Lawrence D. Adams on Facebook. And you really need to contact one of us and really so you can get past this cycle that you're in so that your daughters don't repeat the same cycle with their husband. But that's another conversation. Um, uh, what I would say is this has been a very healthy and productive conversation with three black men talking about the importance of still being fathers, while not maybe in a relationship with the mothers, but still being fathers. This is something that the media, that the news, that the world does not want you to see. Because we as black men, we care about our CDs. Mm-hmm. And that we 
And what? No, you will not. And listen, I am not going to be that little dash girl that be lying on Fox. Did y'all see that today? Oh, my God. I got to do That's a whole nut. Oh, did you say? Oh, you said winch. Okay. But y'all know how we do it here on the Empire. The Empress always had a last say, and I'm going to get myself together to say that. This has been fun. Look, we're going to have so much fun with doing this. I'm not sure, Miss Adams, how we're going to be able to do this on the sex show because I'm going to be drinking hard liquor where y'all be talking on this show. Because Ashley's coming up. She's coming up, I think, Sunday. She's going to tell us some stuff. But right right quick, real pause. And- Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am the Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight. But nobody's going to change this but us. I really do uh, homework on these shows. I know y'all think I just be pulling this out of my brain because it's so vast and educated. But, no, I have to do some information because you are hell liable for the words that you say and what you tell other people. And when I decided to do this whole co-parenting thing, it was really personal because I have extended myself past the point of trying to do right Lord, I just feel like if I could just have one good fight and then everything would be all right, but that's not going to work because I have children who are going to mimic whatever I do, whatever I say, (laughs) whatever I show them is what they're going to be legacy of. So if I show them that I can't communicate just because I'm I'm mad, if I show them that I can't get along when um, I'm not with somebody, that's what they're going to pick up as young adults and older, older children. So these are the rules of co-parenting that I found to be most often seen on the Internet, and you can research these things yourself. The first thing is to take a time out. It says that you have to understand that what you do and what your behaviors are affect your children. You cannot be calling your baby daddy an old bum or a deadbeat and think that that does not affect that child because he knows he's made out of that, so his expectations of self, whether it's a female or a male child, it doesn't matter. What you do and what you say uh, affects the child, so you need to take a time out. Then it says to play with play against the strengths of your ex. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, no matter who you take on, you had a baby with this person. At some point, you had to realize that there was some quality in that person. At some point, you're going to have to understand that the children that you have have some of those potential same strengths in them, so you need to focus on those things. It's not manipulation, because I know some women, when we talked about this at the beginning of the show, they'll just keep on giving up the cookie to him to get a little of this, get a little of that. The, when they want some babysitting, they know if they're in good graces, she might have to break it. That is just that's stupid. You, you you don't have to do that. And my girlfriend is still on the line. When when someone doesn't choose you anymore, 
break that off and take what you can that can salvage the for those children's sake. Now, don't stay in no bad relationship hoping that the children going to solve the grown-up issue. But if you have an issue with that parent, that other parent is not being uh, the, the husband he's supposed to be, the provider, protector of you, he's not going to do that for those kids either. If he's willing to cheat on you as his wife, he's going to cheat on other things that are supposed to be the heir for those children. So you can just bet on that. Do you need to cut him off? And please get in contact with one of us, either me or Mr. Mr. Adams. And it says commit to cooperation. You do not have to be friends. I think Mr. Anderson said that. You do not have to be best friends with the person you're trying to work this plan out with. Actually, online, I saw per state, you can have a parental agreement. It is legally binding. It just requires a signature of both parents. And it's from everything from child care to child support to extra time and weekends uh, that gives the right to uh, each other's parents, you know, all this kind of stuff. If you really want to do something that's best for the kid, you can make it a legal matter. If you can't talk to him, you can talk to a lawyer. You can write this down. You can have them serve, and you can ask them to look over this. And if this is what it's supposed to be, it'll be a matter of law, man. You don't have any excuse, and I wanted to say that to Miss Renee. You know, I know that whatever you have done probably hasn't worked in the past, but as long as your child is living, you need to keep trying because you at least owe that to your child to at least try. When they get old enough, and I've been told by enough older older people to say, you wait till they get big enough, they're going to understand in the end what was really going on. You can tell that child anything you want to now, but they'll really be able to uh, understand what's going to happen. And I'm glad you still do. Please add me on Twitter, Miss Renee, because I see you're Miss Discern. And then it says, this is the hard part, says let go of control. You do not own that baby. You don't own the baby. You don't own it. I know they give them to you. They, you know, the states, if you divorce, most of them are going to award them to you. I know that you carry them around for nine months. And I'm talking to the women right now. A lot of men are beginning to understand that they have just as much right as the mother. But a lot of the time, women think they own these kids like they are hers or something. These are real human people. And you cannot treat them like you're going to turn them in or you're going to, um, you know, like I'm going to let you have them when I feel like it. That That's not how that goes. He has just as much right, whether he's involved or not, and if he's not involved and if he's, if he's at risk, you have the you, you really should be going to the judge and saying he's not doing it, he's a hazard to the child, I need full, total custody. And the state can make him as if he's a stranger to that child in other ways, but you, you don't really want that. You really want that child to be able to have the ability to have a relationship with their parent. And then the biggest one is silence your support system, which means make everybody else that didn't help you make that baby shut up. You really, you got to. You can't let mama, you can't let daddies, you can't let the new spouse, you can't let people who've been helping you out and playing babysitter. You have to cut all of those other people out. That's real hard because, you know, it's a lot of women in my family. We, we go hard. When we get mad, it goes down. 
Ain't no men in our family, so we'll talk you to death. We'll talk you to death, and we'll get all up in your face and dare you to hit somebody. But you have to understand that some things are not even worth that. If you show that type of not being able to let the people who are uh, in control of the situation deal with the situation, you'll always be looking for other people to help you solve your problem. That was a baby that you made and a baby that he made. And so those are the only two people who need to have something to say. It's so weird looking at y'all, looking at me while I'm talking. <laughs> it's kind of weird. And so my favorite song, my favorite song is what I'm going to play. And I want y'all to add me on Facebook, the Empress, Sharon the Empress Cooper, Twitter the Empress Cooper, Instagram the Empress Cooper. I'm the Empress something on here. You too late that just came into the room. So I'm going to play this song. It's one of my favorite songs, and we're going to have um, a show probably on Sunday. I wanted to do a race show on Monday, but it was Martin Luther King, and I didn't feel like nobody saying something that was not appropriate. But with everything that's happening in the – what you smiling, Mrs. Lawrence? Because, you know, I cuss when somebody calls me out my name. <laughs> I, I'll go – Oh, oh! I'm Malcolm X's wife. I I I go talk I go talk to my and then I done took my weave out of my hair and everything. Shoot, I was gonna go in, but I don't know. I don't know if it's safe. I had a couple of people actually ask. I had a couple of actually uh, Caucasian people who really wanted to have a real race discussion because they feel like that there's nothing that they can do to contribute. I mean, I know these people in their heart are really, like, they're uh, they're not afraid, but they just don't know how to help without saying, what, you, what is you doing? Is you a snitch? Like, what, what you really trying to do? It's like some people have no tolerance for anybody except for people just like them, and they want to they wanna participate. So I don't know. I didn't think that would be a good thing, so I just canceled that show altogether. So we're going to probably have <laughs> – we we'll probably have something really fun and exciting with Ashley, our sex tempers that's coming um, on Sunday, I think. And we will not be doing no blab on that one because I'm going to be like, ooh. And y'all ain't going to be looking at me like this. I hope y'all have a good night. Until next time, this is the Empress. <laughs>
how could you trust a private eyes, girl? That's why you don't believe my lies and quit the sex. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, We try to think it's slow, but we're still in control. Make it last. Why is it that you just lose control every time you agree on taking it slow? So why is it got to be so damn tough? Cause fools and lust could never get enough of love. Showing the love that you be giving, changing up your living for a loving transition. So listen, Mr. Trying to get you to listen. Humanity each other has become our tradition. You yell, I yell, everybody yells. Got neighbors across the street saying, Who the hell? What the hell is going down? Too much of the bickering, killer with the sound and. Oh, man. 